Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bevy. A new fun beverage. And you guys, buckle the fuck up. I feel like this is a, in like a, blows the roof off of... Yes. The building. Yes, you guys, buckle up because this week we are talking the truth about recycling. We're talking about what is recycling. And you might think, you might be sitting there like, are you fucking kidding me? These bitches, <laughs> wait. Just wait till you see what we found out. Yes. Wait. This is an investigative journalism piece. Yes. Okay. It really, it really is, you guys. We're going to talk about what can and cannot be recycled. You'd be surprised. Oh, you would be surprised. You'd be surprised. This has changed my entire life. <laughs> and we are going to actually talk about the conspiracy behind recycling and why we've been brainwashed all of these years. You're sitting there thinking, oh, I've recycled so much. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Tell you right now, you have not. You're going to, truly, you're going to be listening to this and you'll be so bamboozled that you'll probably have to go for a walk here on the blocky. Oh, I yeah. sure did. It changes your perception of reality. <laughs> I had a, I mean, after we re researched this, I truly had to look. Joe thought I had done like a line of cocaine when he got home. I was like, Joe, I'm telling you right now, everything's a lie. <laughs> I everything's had an existential a crisis. I thought my whole life, my whole life, I've been really <gasps> thinking I was an eco-friendly queen. And I'm not. Mm -mm. And I'm not. Well, you guys stick around because at the end of the episode, we're going to be playing uh, Citizen's Arrest. So that's also if we're not arresting big plastics. Which we already have. Yeah. But you guys, just just wait. Just wait. And you guys know you can always write into the show with episode requests at am I doing this right pod at gmail.com or you can DM us at am I doing this right pod on, on Instagram. Instagram. But Natalie, what are we drinking? You brought the drink today. Yes. Well, you know, it has to be Trader Joe's. Trader Ho's. We had a listener that sent in like an ice cream flavor. She's like, I know it's not a drink, but this is good. I know, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and I said, you know what? We should be sponsored by Trader Joe's or something because we really do. The, the crazy thing about Trader Joe's is they get so much free ad advertising. Oh, yeah. They're just bitches on TikTok, bitches right. on Instagram oh, talking yeah. about Trader Joe's all day. They don't have to sponsor anybody. They really don't. <laughs> okay, so this is the Lemon Elderflower Soda. Sparkling beverage flavored with lemon juice and elderflower Elderflower elder essence. So remember that one drink that was like a elderflower. Why can't I say it? Elderflower. Elderflowers. Um, and like a lemonade. And it was from. Oh, yes. And we thought it was called one thing, but it was actually called. I don't remember. Some other thing. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's similar. Lemon and Oh, I just had a little sippy. Don't hate it. Okay, sorry. I'll wait till the end to, to rate it, you guys. But it's really hard to do. Oh, Natalie's rolling her eyes. and Not a rolling in a ugh. Just, just in, in a, a hmm. hmm. Trying to understand it better. Mm -hmm. But Nat, I've been wanting to share this for so long. Oh, my God. What? Sorry, not for so long. For about two weeks. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a long time. I have an official nighttime and wake up routine <gasps> that has significantly improved my life. Oh. Significantly improved my life. I need to know every single detail. Okay, let me tell you. Okay. So it goes into the evening into evening until morning. Okay. It also includes a purchase. <gasps> so just 
Therapy. A purchase every night? No, no, no. Oh, but something oh. that could help enhance your experience <gasps> as an okay. enhanced I'm mind. so excited. Okay. So I'm doing whatever I really want. Yeah. All evening. I like to eat dinner around like 6.37. Then okay. maybe I'll watch a show, right? I keep the lights low though because yep. of that melatonin production. Same. Nine o'clock hits. Like the clock strikes nine. I'm getting ready for bed immediately. I get ready for bed. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. I take my contacts out and I put my retainer in at nine o'clock. Okay. 9.15, I'm slipping into bed. At 9.15? 9.15. Oh my God. Then I press, so I have a alarm clock, like the hatch alarm clock. Have you seen them? Is that the one that it lights up like, as the sun? Yes. Okay, I have one. Oh, you have one of those? Yeah. Okay. So did you have it set to your like sunset feature? I can't figure it out. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I can't figure it out. So 9.15, I'm slipped into bed. I press my hatch. It has a 30-minute sunset feature. Yes. Where it will slowly get darker like the sunset. Exactly. And it plays like a stormy cloud, like a stormy night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 9.15, I'm reading my book in the dark with the sunset. Then it slowly— Just lit by, just lit just by the light. lit by my okay. sunset. Because when, when the sun sets in my bedroom— I'm can't read bed. anymore. I'm going to bed. Oh and my I'm God. asleep with my sound machine on at 10 p.m. I am asleep. Then I oh wake up God. to the sun rides. No, it's actually um flutes. It's like oh. okay. and I'm like, wow, it's 7 a.m. I get up, I meditate. Then I get Archie. You get nine hours of sleep a night. Well, I toss and turn. But I'm getting about oh, okay. I'm getting about eight hours and twenty minutes, yeah. And oh then I God. wake up immediately, go sit down, and I meditate for twenty minutes. Then I get Archie. I go for a walk. I do my workout right after that, and then I'm ready for my day. And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's changed my life. Oh and my I God! I love reading before bed. I don't. I have do love reading before any, bed. Any like anxiety before I go to sleep? I fall right asleep as soon as that light is off. I'm asleep. I can't even oh think. God. I don't even know I fell asleep. Here's my question. Do you take the Melatoto gummies? I realize I sleep better without melatonin. Oh, really? Because I've realized recently those melatonin gummies. The Ollie ones? The Ollie ones. I was taking, I was hitting them every single night. I hit them every single night currently because I am trying to reset my my sleep schedule. But I sleep so good. I like I wake I, up refreshed. I was like, I feel like they helped me fall asleep, but I was waking up in the middle of the night. Like I was waking okay. up at like three. Like I feel like the melatonin had worn off and my body was like, are we waking up? Right. Okay. So that does not happen to me. See, so, yeah. So then I, I've just, now I just take a magnesium at night and a cortisol calm, which is like a little oh, supplement, yeah. which, oh, you know, I'm not recommending to anyone, but I'm just saying that's what I take. Yeah. And I do that. Funny enough, I, I just, when I went to pick up our bevies today at mm -hmm. uh, T-Ho's, I picked up a magnesium supplement because... Glycinate or citrate? It was a magnesium, calcium, zinc oh, okay. combo because I realized I probably do not get enough of any of that. Yeah. And my muscles cramp sometimes and I'm like, probably magnesium and I should take hit one before bed. Yes. Glycinate is, is the best one before bed because that helps with one. like sleep and relaxation. The citrate is like the constipation one. I used to have the like packets of it was like calm it's like oh. a powder magnesium that you like mix yes, into a drink. Yes, yes, yes. Um, when I had really, really bad anxiety and was not medicated and had no control. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a 
at a time. So, yeah. So that I was really, I was hitting it from all fronts. Yeah. Well, anyways, I wanted to share that with the potty because <gasps> maybe it'll help inspire someone to get their own little routine going. Yeah. And this it's really disciplined. The consistency, I, <sighs> I don't think love. I could... And I don't look at my, oh, sorry. Also at nine, I stopped looking at my phone. The, the, last, yeah, the last time I look at my phone is when I'm brushing my teeth. That's my last final scrolls. And then it is gone. Like, I do not look at that thing. Uh, I would get nervous that I'd get hungry after I brushed my teeth. Well, that was like the day I had I had toast. I had to have toast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, because it's just, it just I, I can't go to bed thinking I'm hungry. Absolutely not. I always you brush don't... my teeth right before I go. I get ready for bed, like, maybe like nine-ish, you know, like wash, like skincare, shower, whatever, whatever. But I don't brush my teeth until because you're like, what if I have to have what a if I'm hungry? Well, you're different too because you you could have a blo- low blood sugar and you might need to eat a piece of candy. It's true. Half the time I wake up in the middle of the night with a blood sugar alarm and I pull my gross retainer and night guard out and then I like roll over and eat a bunch of candy and I, I always think to myself, why did I even brush my teeth? Maybe that's where your teeth stuff comes from because you have to eat stuff in the middle of the night and then you can't you don't obviously you're not going to brush your teeth again well no because i've had teeth stuff since You're i home, was yeah. a baby but i don't have to have surgery oh yay for, well we're checking in in another six months okay that's but right. i don't have to have it immediately oh thank god i know you had a lot of anxiety about that i know <laughs> two implants and a bone graft people okay let's get into recycling <sighs> let's, okay let's get into it because we hyped it up a lot at the top and we got to deliver now okay well here you here we go especially if you're a child of the 90s like us you're gonna just really want to brace yourself because we we've been meaning to do this episode for a while but we really were not prepared for we're what also, we discovered someone requested this too yeah they listeners. requested it and what we discovered upon researching this was intense yeah. so if you grew up with the reduce reuse recycle mantra or even the song. I have the song in my head. It's ingrained deep into my psyche. Which song is yours? Reduce, reduce reuse, recycle. Oh. oh, no. So mine was reduce, t- t- reuse, t- t- recycle. Yeah, that I had one. that one too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you're probably going to need a tranquilizer to get through this episode <laughs> with us. All right. But let's get into some facts. Let's hit them with a fact. Okay, so... Of the 40 million tons of plastic waste generated in the U.S. in 2021, only 5 or 6% or about 2 million tons was recycled. So 38 million tons were not recycled. Was just not recycled. Sick. Approximately 36% of all plastic produced is used to create packaging, 85% of which ends up in landfills. Yeah. Yeah. And also about 98% of single-use plastic products are made from fossil fuels. Love that. Love it. Love it. The average paper usage per person is around 700 pounds per year. So that can't be just like printing. That's, I mean, magazine. That's everything. Yeah. And then hear this. Nearly 1 billion trees. One billion, guys, trees With worth of paper is thrown away each year. Not even recycled. Not even recycled. And the vast majority of plastic that people use and in many cases put into blue recycling bins is headed to landfills. Or worse, according to a report from Greenpeace on the state of plastic recycling in the U.S. I don't know what could be worse. What's worse than the landfill? It just says landfills or worse. Maybe the ocean? 
Oh yeah. Probably. There isn't there like there's so much a plastic huge in the ocean. Landmass oh, of plastic. Yes. The National Association for PET Container Resources, a industry trade group, found in 2017 that only 21% of plastic bottles collected for recycling were turned into new things. So think about that. You know when you put your recycled bottle into the thing? Only 21% of those actually got made, like, recycled. Right. Right. Where where are they going, you guys? Or worse. Or worse. (laughs) And also, a report from actually May 2022 revealed that the amount of plastic actually turned into new things has fallen to new lows of around 5%. 5%. So we're really not recycling shit. So you're putting shit. shit into the recycling bin. Only 5% of that is actually being made into new things. And the rest, or worse. Or <laughs> worse. So... What is recycling? You know, we we thought we we learned it, but let's relearn it really quickly. Okay. So that we can understand what's happening. So in the United States, at least, recycling is the process of collecting and processing materials that would otherwise be thrown away as trash and remanufacturing them into new products. As kids in the 80s and 90s, we were fed the Reduce, Reuse, Recycle campaign. And back then, environmentalism meant turning off the water when you brush your teeth and cutting rings on a soda pack so that sea turtles and dolphins and whatnot didn't. That's really, and we really thought we were doing we were doing it all. We thought we were saving the planet. Oh, yeah. Like, I still cut up those. I do, too. Yeah. No, no, I totally, I would never throw those into oh, the thing. Oh, no. But, yes, that was, like, really. <sighs> Can those like even a- be recycled? Uh, Let's get into three steps of recycling. Yes. How it even happens. So how it even happens. Step one, collection and process. The recycling loop begins with the collection. Collecting recyclables varies from community to community, but there are five primary methods. Curbside pre-sorted collection, curbside unsorted collection, drop-off centers, buyback centers, and deposit refund programs. I don't trust my neighborhood. They say that you can mix your trash and your recyclables, and they will sort through them for you. And I go, I don't believe you. You're kidding. Uh-uh. I don't believe them. So that would be the curbside unsorted. Yes, that's what they're they're claiming. They're doing curbside unsorted collection. I don't believe them. No, and I separate it because I'm like, y'all aren't doing this. Where does the trash from Beverly Hills go? Exactly. Where or does it worse. go? <laughs> or, or worse. worse. <laughs> Step two, manufacturing. Recyclables are delivered to a materials recovery facility to be processed and prepared into marketable commodities for manufacturing. Then the third step is purchasing recycled products. Purchasing recycled products completes the recycling loop by buying recycled, quote unquote, government agencies as well as businesses and individual consumers all play an important role in making the recycling process a success. So, yes, you also have to buy recycled to like keep it all going. Sometimes there's bags and like I think it sprouts the bottom of the bag says like I'm made from recycled materials. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So let's get into what can be recycled. Because this <laughs> is controversial. Yes. What can be recycled? Okay. Literally, so, what can be recycled? Okay. <laughs> so this information comes from the official waste management website. And obviously, number one, plastic bottles and containers. However, you must dry Clean and dry the containers and put the caps back on them. If you're not doing that, guess what? They're tossed. They're tossed. 
Also, food and beverage cans, recycle empty tin, aluminum, and steel cans, empty aerosol cans are also recyclable. And if the can has a plastic lid, remove it before recycling or it will be tossed. Right. Paper, like we said, this includes newspapers, magazines, printer paper, whatever type. Those stupid coupons that come in the mail, you know, that are made out of newspaper print and it's just like 10 pages of nothing. Yeah. Recycle. Recycle. Also flattened cardboard and paperboard. Also food and beverage containers. Rules for recycling milk cartons, juice boxes, and food cartons vary by city, county, and state. So you're going to have to check your local recycling programs for options to recycle cartons. You have to double check that. Oh, I was so bamboozled by this the other day. (laughs) I'll get into it. And then also glass bottles and containers. So you're going to have to check your local program guidelines for options to recycle glass. Some communities have curbside pickup or drop-off locations to recycle glass. But if you live where I live, apparently you can just throw whatever the fuck you want and they're going to do it for you. Yeah, right. They're not going to. No, they're not. Okay, so what can't be recycled? Because this is also a big thing. What cannot be recycled? <laughs> now, this is where I had an existential crisis. I know, Natalie. Like, I think I had like, to get up and walk yeah, for a second. Yeah, she almost had a breakdown right here. <laughs> you can't. Maybe everybody knows this, but I just don't think so. You cannot bag your recyclables. Yeah. If you collect your recyclables in a bag, empty them directly into the receptacle. The, yeah, the bin or whatever, and then reuse the bag. Because yeah. if there's something in your lot of recyclables that is not recyclable, the whole thing gets the trashed. The entire thing gets trashed. So I realized in that moment that she'd never recycle. I had actually. Never. And I'm like very recycle everything, you know. And I realized for almost 30 years of my goddamn life, I have not recycled anything anything. until about three weeks ago when we researched this episode. Yeah. And the thing is, the only reason I kind of knew that is because of my mom. And she never bagged our recyclables. Yeah. Only to take it to the recycling facility and then which she would take them out of the bag and we would hand put each one in. Right. But we would never, she would never just like bag them up. I think you can put them in a paper bag or you can dump the paper bag and also recycle the paper bag. You can't recycle a plastic bag. That's a great question. But I was over here thinking that you could recycle plastic bags. Like at CVS or whatever, they give you the plastic yeah, bag. And I'm nope. like, I'll just use this for my recycling. Nope. 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 You can't. Mm-mm. You also can't recycle flexible packaging. So flexible packaging like chip bags or juice or soup pouches cannot be recycled. What the hell is a soup pouch? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. I never bought a soup pouch. A soup pouch. Well, you can't yeah. recycle it. Whatever it is, you can't recycle it. You also can't recycle polyester foam. Polyesterine foam, plastic to-go containers, and cups are made of non-recyclable materials and are not accepted in the curbside recycling program. Also, plastic utensils. My <laughs> dumbass thought that those were recy- recyclable, even if they're cleaned off. No, they are not. But you should take note of if your fork that came with your takeout, let's say, is actually a compostable one. Because if it does, then that goes in the trash, 
not the recycling. I get those sometimes. Same with biodegradable. Yeah, sometimes in LA, at least, a lot of people have switched to. We did an episode on compost versus biodegradable, too. Yeah, we did. We explained that. But don't think that, oh, it's biodegradable. I recycle this. No. No. Trash. No, 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 no. Receipts, small pieces of paper, those don't count. Can't recycle those. At CVS. And uh, aluminum foil. And so this technically is recyclable, but it's usually too small of an amount or it has some sort of food residue on it and it it will get the batch thrown out. Yeah. But if you've got like a large thing of yeah. untouched aluminum foil, you can recycle Really it. the only thing that you know you can recycle is an empty can of like Sprite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much the only guarantee. <laughs> Everything else is a risk. Yeah. So the motto you should remember is when in doubt, throw it out because you'll get the entire batch of recycling thrown out if you attempt to recycle something that isn't recyclable. And it's better to throw something away if you aren't 100% sure it will be recycled. That was the biggest mind fuck for me is that it is better to throw it away if you have any doubt that it, you can't recycle it than put it in the recycling. Yeah. Because sometimes you would be like, mm, I don't know if I can recycle this, but it's probably, sure. it's probably better that I put it in the recycle right. just in case. No, no, it's worse. It fucks the whole thing up. The whole up. thing up. Also, the thing about the top, like keeping lids on. Oh, you have to keep the, the, the caps on the bottles. I never knew that. I would just recycle them separately. <sighs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay, so what about the numbers on the bottom of the plastic products? What do those mean because yeah. you know we've got we've yeah, got ones have, and twos and fours and sevens what yeah the there's that fuck? like little recycle symbol and then there's like a, a number in there mm -hmm. okay so the number symbols that you see inside triangles on plastic bottles and containers were started by the society of plastics industry to simply identify the plastic recent content not to identify for recycling so maybe that's why they're really hard to see. However, there is an element of conspiracy here as well. Oil and plastic executives made the numbering system mandatory to brand onto all plastics, not because it made recycling more accessible or understandable, but because if the numbers were on everything, it made it seem like all plastics were recyclable, even when they're not. So people were thinking, oh, I can get this plastic because it has the recycle sign so, on it. So yeah, I can recycle it. It gets complicated because every local recycling facility collects different types of plastics and you need to contact your recycler to know which plastics get collected. Bottom line, there are seven types of plastics. Generally, most recyclers accept plastics one, two. Plastics three to six are more difficult to recycle and some recycling centers do not process them. And then plastic number seven is even more difficult to recycle and basically don't even don't even consider almost always excluded. So that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. How about instead of recycle number seven? How about say don't don't recycle? Because mm -hmm. you're fucking up the whole batch. Yep. Don't recycle me. Yes. I do think I looked up though for plastics three through six at least. I do believe three, four, and five at least in Los Angeles are recyclable. Well, let's get Don't into quote let's me get on into it. each of these numbers because they're actually are yeah. important for like health reasons too to like really know what they mean. Yeah. Okay. So number one is number one. <laughs> number one is number one, which is 
P-E-T. I think people call it PET sometimes. Oh, P-E-T. Okay. Polyethylene tera... Violate. Violate. You know. So this is the this is <laughs> the, the triangle with the number one. With the number one. P-E-T. PET. Whatever. I can't pronounce whatever this thing is. So this is water bottles and plastic soda bottles. And those are the most common ones made out of this. Those are fine to recycle. Number ones are number one. Number one are number one. However, avoid reusing plastic containers made of PET slash PET. Why? Because it's meant for single-use applications and repeated use increases the risk of leaching and bacterial growth. Plus, it's very difficult to clean or remove harmful chemicals and it may leach carcinogens. So... Not me used to uh, refill disposable water bottles no oh i just used to refill those all the time and then yeah. i would recycle it after like 10 times oh wow so here's the thing no one number my one number one <laughs> good to go with recycling single use one single use think that yeah one one time one one time and good to go to the recycling yeah. place but put the cap back on the bottle oh yeah yeah but do that too yeah yeah Okay, so let's get into number two. So if you see that little triangle with a number two in it, that is HDPE high-density polyethylene. 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 There we go. So that's most milk jugs, detergent containers, and oil bottles are made from HDPE. It's a very common plastic and actually one of the safest to use. And it is fully recyclable. Okay, we stand a number two. We we stand stand. a number two. We don't love plastic, but if we do... That's a number two. Number two. All right. Number three, PVC. We know about PVC pipe. This is polyvinyl chloride. PVC is used for a lot of plastic food wrapping because it's soft and flexy. Most consumer recyclers will not take PVC products. Also, avoid reusing PVC products, especially when it comes to food or for children's use because they contain toxins which can leach throughout its entire life cycle. Ooh. You know what I'm thinking when I think soft and flexible? Like the plastic that you use, they use to wrap. Like saran wrap? Oh, that, but also like your single-use fork. You know how the, there's like that plastic? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's it too. Is that it? I don't know, but well, it's not go good for children. The, well, you go into the next one. I'm going to look up if saran wrap is... Probably. Okay, so this is number four, which is, again, the little triangle with a four inside of it. LDPE, low-density poly... Polyethylene. Polyethylene. LDPE is usually what plastic bags are made from. You also find LDPE in shrink wraps. There you go. Dry cleaner garment bags and other items. Though most plastic bags are not recyclable, some companies and recycling centers have found alternatives and are now investigating how to recycle plastic bags given their harmfulness to the environment. LDPE is reusable, though, and safe to repurpose. Yeah. So don't recycle these little plastic bags, but you can reuse them and they're safe. So you can recycle them in your home. I use them for bathroom trash cans. Oh, yeah, that's a great, great one. But I did at... Give them another life, you guys. Yeah. Give at, them another life. At Sprouts, though, I looked on the bottom and they said that that, that particular one was actually recyclable. Okay. Like regular. So I do think we might be making some strides, some strides with this. <laughs> also, I just looked up and this is another problem yeah. with the recycling community, I mm-hmm. guess, <laughs> is that 
two questions right in a row on Google. Is saran wrap plastic recyclable? And it says, did you know plastic film is recyclable too? So that would make me think it is recyclable. Then the next one says, can cling film be recyclable? Unfortunately, cling film cannot currently be recycled. So this is one of those things. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, throw it throw out. Throw it out. Because who fucking knows? All right, here we go. Number five, polypropylene. I just want to, again, the little triangle with a five in it. Little triangle with a five in it. P-P. Polypropylene plastic is used in those margarine and yogurt containers, uh-huh. potato chip bags, cereal bags, and much more. It is recyclable, although many recyclers still don't accept it, but it is considered safe for reuse. So you can reuse your little yogurt container. This, a number five would be something you have to look up at your specific community yes. and see if they take it before you recycled it. Yeah, and I think I looked up and LA does take it. But some cities don't recycle at all. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, let's get into number six. Number six is P.S. Polystyrene. Polystyrene? 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 Who knows? So it says avoid polystyrene, polystyrene, whatever, as best as possible. It's used for disposable styrofoam drinking cups, takeout containers, packing peanuts, and more. This substance is not generally recyclable and accounts for about 35% of U.S. landfill material because it breaks apart so easily. It's often found inside marine animal stomachs and littering our beaches. Avoid reusing polyesterine chemicals present in this have been linked with human health and reproductive system dysfunction. And it may leach styrene, a possible human carcinogen, into food products. Okay, whoa. So if you see number six, run. Run from six. Run Literally from six. Run. Here's, all, here's how we remember it. The, this is the six in the triangle. Mm-hmm. Devil's number, six, six, six. Yeah. Six is evil. Okay. And, and we're <laughs> going to get into it. So a seven. Seven. Polycarbonate, BPA, and other plastics. Assume that nothing with the number seven triangle can be recycled or reused. BPA can leak chemicals. It is a xenoestrogen, which is a known endocrine disruptor. Six, seven, we're not having it. We love one. If we had to love plastic, it would be one. One and two. One, two, great. What about, wait, let's do, let's Here. do a recap. Hold on. One and two are solid. Three is like, nah. Nah. <laughs> Four is reuse, but maybe we might be able to recycle them at some point. Five, reuse, re reuse, don't reuse, maybe recycle. Oh, five. If your city, oh yeah, is yeah, down. check it out for five and six, six and seven. seven. Absolutely, those. what? Why even put a seven on? Just truly say, do not recycle. Don't recycle. Well, we're gonna get into that because there is a recycling <sighs> conspiracy. Hit it. NPR and PBS Frontline spent months digging into internal industry documents and interviewing top former officials at the largest oil and gas companies, which are also the makers of plastics. Mm -hmm. And they learned that they spent millions of dollars selling an idea to the public that they knew wouldn't work. Ah! Uh Uh Yeah, guys. Okay. Buckle up. 
NPR discovered that the industry's awareness that recycling wouldn't keep plastics out of the landfills dates back to the program's earliest days. One industry insider wrote in a 1974 speech, quote, there is serious doubt that recycling plastic can ever be made viable on an economic basis. Yet, the industry spent millions telling people to recycle because, as one former top industry insider told NPR, selling recycling sold plastic, even if it wasn't true. So, yeah. So, people thought, oh, I can buy this plastic and recycle it, and I'm going to help the environment. But really, they were just buying more plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Thompson former president of the Society of the Plastics Industry Association told NPR, quote, if the public thinks that recycling is working, then they are not going to be as concerned about the environment. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is this is the point where me and Ali started thinking we might have a hit out on us. I know. I was like, is big plastics going to come? If we go missing, if we, it was big plastics. If we go missing, <laughs> something happens to us, you guys, big plastics. It's truly it. big plastics. Also, I did some more, I did some more digging. The amount of big plastic money in Washington. Oh, yeah. In the government. I'm like, oh, they're controlling everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. So after this, I mean, does recycling even matter? So recycling does ultimately play a role in emissions reduction. And in recent years, the industry, too, has leaned into its clear climate benefits. This is a quote by Keith Harrison. He's the CEO of the Recycling Partnership. Landfills create methane, a serious climate bad actor, and the less that goes into the landfill, the better. From a system point of view, recycling protects the climate by keeping natural habitats in place, limiting the need for carbon-intensive harvesting of virgin natural sources. So don't give up on recycling. Instead, think of it as a key part of materials management efforts rather than a singular solution to climate change. In essence, people should keep their enthusiasm for recycling alive and active, but you should not stop there. There's so much to do for the environment. So don't just think you're recycling and you're doing everything because there's so much more to there's do. There's so much more. And that was the lie we were sold, I think. Yes. As told, well, they clearly they wanted us to believe that. I know. I was told recycle and compost stuff. And you will be an eco-friendly warrior. Mm-mm. My ass is over here never recycling a thing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are the best practices for recycling? Yeah. So let's go over these, you guys. One, no bags, right? Plastic bags are the number one contaminant in recycling loads. Plastic bags <sighs> act as, quote, tanglers getting caught up in the machinery and shutting down the equipment. We're not recycling with bags anymore. I can't believe it. We're doing something new, okay? We're also going to make sure it's clean, empty, and dry. Food waste contaminates whole loads of recyclable material, rendering them useless and fast-tracking them to landfills. In the U.S., food waste contaminates 25% of our recycling loads, so we've got to clean them out. We cannot, we cannot be doing we cannot, this. We cannot continue with that. All right, next. Small things are big problems. So don't recycle anything smaller than a credit card. That includes straws, bottle caps, 
if they are not attached yes. to the bottle. Coffee pods, plastic cutlery, paper clips, and a million other tiny little things that just creep into your daily life. These objects are too small to be sorted and can jam the recycling equipment up. Yes. Here's the next thing. And we've all done it. Wish cycling. Stop wish cycling. When it comes to recycling, one of the worst things you can do is to wish cycle. And that's when we optimistically put non-recyclable objects in recycling bins. When we do this, as we've mentioned, we contaminate the whole kit and caboodle instead of letting it be recycled. And also, the last thing you can do, which is like totally in your hands, is to recycle in your own home. You don't have to rely on the government, quote unquote government, or your city to successfully recycle. You can reuse items, one that you've looked up if they're harmful or not, because some of them we're not reusing. And you can see what other uses they can have inside of your home. For example, you can use old fruit juice or milk jugs to plant uh, water plants. You can store mm-hmm. pet food in large plastic snack containers that cheese puffs come in. Like, you know, like you can do a bunch of different things to like reuse your plastics, reuse the things in your house so that, you know, at least they're, they're they have another life cycle. They're having another use. Yes. Because, we're, you know, we can't fully trust it, but I'm not going to turn my back on recycling. <sighs> I'm not going to. No. Joe and I have a, we printed out all of the one through seven. I put we it on. We print. Oh, no. so I you did. Print- <laughs> we did this and you said, I'm printing this out and putting this on our refrigerator right now. Yeah. And I really <laughs> haven't walked Joe through it. So I need to. But because um, I want to know, you know, all the numbers. I want to be mindful yes. of them. And I need to like highlight which ones we can recycle. That's my next step. I'm going to do that today, guys. I one am. and two. Well, wow. We hope you guys learned more about the truth about recycling how we can actually make a difference with our recyclable and reusable products and what we can do to ensure our recyclables actually get recycled. Yeah. Because we can do this, you guys. I am like so motivated to like recycle, actually recycle one thing in my life. <laughs> one thing. Here's my big question that keeps me up at night. Mm. So I live in an apartment building. Mm-hmm. When I go out and I recycle my stuff. Right. Can you trust everyone else? Is Does all my stuff go into that batch? Right. Like if somebody puts something that's not recyclable in that bin, does the whole thing get fucked up? Or is it, per- I don't know the rules. And I think that big plastic isn't going to tell us the rules. They're not. But we're starting a movement here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do believe we should be nominated for a Pulitzer Prize for this episode. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> for this episode. We deserve it. Mm-hmm. Woo! Okay, so let's circle back on the Trader Joe's. Hey, this is recyclable. This is a recyclable. Wait, let's check. Oh, there's no number. There's on no it. number, but we do know that cans are recyclable. Aluminum cans recyclable. Yep. There we go. Okay, so the Trader Joe's lemon elderflower. Oh, you know why there's no Soda. number? It's not plastic. Big plastic is who thought we're putting numbers on all this shit. Oh, this is recyclable. I see. Because it's aluminum. I see. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'd love to talk to big aluminum. <laughs> I wonder what big aluminum is up to. I mean, they ha- you know what though? They they can recycle all their shit. As yeah. long as there's no food on it. True. Okay, so right. let's review our hottie of the week. Yes. Our hottie of the week is Shailene Woodley. She's like an environmental gal. Yeah. She loves to reduce, reuse, recycle. Uh-huh. She probably has known all along. Oh yeah. She's play. like, oh you know God. she doesn't trust anything. Yeah. So one to Miss Shailene. Also, she is the only 
one of the only, one of the few famous people that have come from my hometown of Simi Valley. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know Her she parents came from were teachers Simi. there. Mm-hmm. She's a Simi gal. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the lemon elderflower soda, one to Shailene. So I was thinking, oh, it might taste similar to. We thought I think it was called Belvoir or Bel Belvoir, Something. and then one of our British listeners. She said, oh, no, it's, I think she said it's called Belvite. Something. We said it so We said wrong. it completely wrong. It was delicious. But this one is similar. This one's giving more lemonade, though. Mm-hmm. I don't really taste any elderflower at all. It's not very sweet. It's more tart, I think. I think it's sweet. But in terms of like a lemonade. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's not like a sugary lemonade. No, no, no. It's like a, it's, it's fine. It's nothing to go right home about. I'd give it a six. I'll give it a six. Okay, six out of Shailene Woodley. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And, you know, we are hot and bothered, so we're playing Citizen's Arrest. Citizen's Arrest. And obviously the first one goes to Big Plastics, of course. Arrest every single one of them. Immediately. Immediately. But besides Big Plastics, who are we arresting today? My arrest today is on movies mm. or t- television programs. Mm-hmm. I know what you're gonna say that are so fucking loud. Oh, you're gonna say long? No, but that too. But they are so loud when it's like explosions and stuff. But the dialogue is inaudible. So you're just you're constantly <laughs> up, down, up, yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, on Christmas, whenever, however long ago. My dad was like, let's watch Die Hard. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people think it's a Christmas movie. So we're watching it. I couldn't hear a word of dialogue, but the explosions were deafening. <laughs> <laughs> deafening. You know what I mean? I totally know. And then you're just sitting there. Yeah, you're turning it down. You're turning it up. You're turning it down. You're turning it up. I Citizen's Arrest. Yeah. Who's doing the audio there? Make the audio cohesive. Right. Period. Maybe it's like people have fallen asleep and they want to wake him up and like, <laughs> pew, like you know sometimes what I mean? it happens in movies too and like the whole fucking theater shakes and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. No, okay, I feel that. Um mine was mine is on the California irrigation system. I'm gonna have to sit citizens arrest them. Okay. Uh, we have recently experienced rain. Who and let me tell a you a lot, a lot. Well, a lot. Here's the thing: is it a lot or is it that California just has zero irrigation, so it seems like a lot? Like if it rains for two days in California, people die. Right, that seems insane. Well, it's also like the infrastructure, like the roads coming over here. I hit like 19 potholes because the roads are disintegrating. Yeah, there's like a like a sinkhole in Santa Cruz. I'm like, we couldn't get this. I mean, it rains in other places. And right. It storms even. And they can sustain it. And yet we are over here with two days of rain and people are being swept away. I'm like, guys. I think there's some issue about the ground because we have heat so much. The ground doesn't soak any of it. It doesn't soak any we of the water We also just don't have in. enough pipes and underground tunnels and things. We don't have right. enough drains to bay. Yeah. No. We, need we have mad flooding. Because people are out here hydroplaning. I'm like, this is not. Oh, people's cars are like, I really thought the other day, I'm like, my car is going to float away. 
Okay, but but do you understand? Not like, really, but yeah, it was heavy rain, but it wasn't that like. I think we got like three inches one day. Okay, but it just feels like other places can sustain this, and we can't. Right, like it rains in Oregon, like. 90% of the time. And people aren't floating away down their street no. in West Hollywood. No. But we are. What's the problem here? So anyways, that's my citizen's arrest. It's a good one. And um, you guys, you know, you can always write into the show. Oh, wait. Wait, Natalie? I oh have to put a pause. Oh, my God. Because I was going to say, I think every, I think all of the world, I guess, at least America, we need to be prepared for all. Like, let's say it is that we're not built for rain. Yeah. Right. So... But with Miss Climate Change, we might be getting a lot of rain from, you know, we got to figure this out. Did you know that last week there was a tornado warning for, like, Bakersfield? Yeah. A tornado? It's the end of time. (laughs) That doesn't happen here. So I'm like, we need to be prepared for everything at this point. You know what I should maybe, like, actually invest in if I had a house? I'm not kidding. A a, a A safe room? No. Oh. Like one of those, like, you know, um, like on a plane where you could like press it and it like auto inflates. Oh, yeah. A raft. A raft. A safety raft. I might need one. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. I might have to raft me and my family and fucking Archie away. You know what? (laughs) It's not a bad idea. That or at least um, life vests. So I can float down my street. (laughs) Yeah. With a whistle. (laughs) Help. Jack. Help. <laughs> Guys, we've got to figure out climate change. I just can't. The alternatives uh, are crazy. There are no alternatives because people keep bamboozling us like big well, plastics. I mean, the alternative is that I have a fucking life vest and I'm whistling away. <laughs> and Joe's turned into an icicle. And he's, <laughs> you're, on a, you're on a door. Archie's floating. Joe's an icicle and he's falling down to his demise. Yeah. I mean, it's that, or like we figure out fucking how to recycle plastic, guys. Come on. It just feels ridiculous. Uh, anyways, you know, you can always write into the show at am I doing this right pod at gmail.com, or you can DM us at am I doing this right pod, and we will be back next week. Also, message us. I would love to know what your guys' thoughts are on this episode. Yeah. DM us with your revelations. Yeah. And let us know if in your city you can recycle five and six. I want to know the what's the statistics on that. Anyways, we love you guys. We'll be back next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.